0: Hi everyone. This is Scott Lutz and welcome to another Bible reading of the day. Today we are in, uh, for your NIV, we're in Isaiah seven one through twenty five. Then for your ESV, Exodus seventeen one through sixteen. Then Luke twenty three one through fifty six. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. The sign of Emmanuel. When Ahaz son of Jotham, the son of Uzziah, the pre the king of Judah. King Rezin of Aram and Pekah son of Ramallah King of Israel marched up to fight against Jerusalem, but they could not overpower it. Now the house of David was told Aram was has allied himself with Ephraim. So the hearts of Ahaz and his people were shaken, as the trees of the forest are shaken by wind. Then the Lord said to Isaiah, get out, go out and you and your son Shishab to meet Ahaz at the end of the aqueduct of the upper pool on the f- road of the washerman's field. Say to him, be careful, keep calm, and don't be afraid. Do not lose heart, because all these two smoldering stubs of fire would, because of the fierce anger of Rezin and Aram and the son of Ramallah. Aram, Ephraim, and Ram- Ramallah's son have plotted your ruin, saying, Let us invade Judah. Let us tear it apart and divide it among ourselves, and make the son of t- table king over it. Yet this is what the sovereign Lord says: I will not take place. It will not take place. It will not happen. For the head of Aram is Damascus, and the head of Damascus is only Rezin. Within sixty-five years, Ephraim will will be too shattered to be a, a people. The head of Ephraim is in Samaria and the head of Samaria is only Ramah's son. If you do not if you do not stand firm in your faith, you will not you will not stand at all. Again the Lord spoke to Ahaz. Ask the Lord your God for a sign whether in the deepest depths or in the highest heights, but Ahaz said, I will not ask. I will not put the Lord to the test. Then Isaiah said, Hear now, you aunt, house of David. It is not enough to to try the patience of men. Will you try to the patience of my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. He will eat curds of honey when he knows enough to reject the wrong and choose the right. But before this boy knows enough to reject the wrong and choose the right, the land of the two kings you dread will be laid waste. The Lord will bring on you and your people and on the house of your father a time, unlike any since Ephraim broke away from Judah. He will bring the king of Assyria. In that day the Lord will will whistle for flies from the distant streams of Egypt, and for bees from the land of assyria they will come all come and sell in the steep ravines and the crevices in the in the rocks on all the thorn bushes and on all the water holes in that day the lord will use a razor hired from from beyond the river the king of assyria to shave your head and the hair of your legs and to, and to take off your beards also in that day a man will keep alive a young cow and two goats and because of the abundance of the milk they give he will have curds to eat all who remain in the land will eat curds and honey in that day in every place where there were a thousand vines worth a thousand silver shekels there will there will be only briars and thorns men will go there will bow and with bow and arrow for the land will be covered with briars and thorns. As for all the hills once cultivated by the hoe, you will, now, you will not no longer go there. For fear of the briars and thorns, they will become places where cattle are turnin, turned loosed and where sheep r- run. So let's go ahead and head to your ESV reading. everyone, this is Scott Lutz, and today we are in Exodus uh, chapter 17 for your ESV reading. It's Exodus 17, 1-16, and then Luke 23, 1-56. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Water from the rock. All the congregation of the people of Israel moved on from the wilderness of sin by stages, according to the commandment of the Lord, and camped at Rephidim. But there was no water for the people of Almost ready to stone me, and the Lord said to to Moses, "Pass on before the people, taking with you some of the elders of Israel, and take it in your hand the staff with which you struck the Nile, and go and go. Behold, I will stand before you there on the rock of Horeb, and you shall strike the rock, and water shall come out of it, and the people will drink." And Moses did so in the sight of all of the elders of Israel, and he called the name of the the place Massa and Meribah, because of the quarreling of the people of Israel, and because they tested the Lord by saying, Is the Lord among us or not? Israel defeats Amalek. Then Amalek came and fought with Israel at Rephidim. So Moses said to Joshua, Choose for us men, and go out and fight with Amalek. There Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the staff of my hand and of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses told him, and fought with Amalek, while Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. Whenever Moses held out his hand, Israel prevailed, and whenever he lowered his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' Moses' hands grew weary, so they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. While Aaron and Hur held up his hands, one of on one side, and the other on the left, on the other side. So this, so his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. And Joshua overwhelmed Amalek and his people with the sword. Then the Lord said to Moses, "Write this as a memorial in the book, and, rec- and in a book, and recite it to the ears of Joshua, that I may utter, utterly blot out the memory of Amalek from under heaven." And Moses built an altar and called the name of of it, The Lord is My Banner, saying, A hand upon the throne of the Lord. The Lord will be, have war with Amalek from, gener- from generation to generation. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. Hi, everyone. This is now your New Testament reading, uh, Luke 23, 1 through 56. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Jesus before Pilate. Then the whole company of them arose and brought him before Pilate. And they began to accuse him, saying, We found this man misleading our nation and forbidding us to give tribute to Caesar, and saying that he himself is Christ a king. And Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? And he answered him, You have said so. Then Pilate said to the chief priests and the crowds, I find no guilt in this man. But they were urgent, saying, He stirs up the people teaching throughout all Judea, from Galilee even to this place. Jesus before Pilate, Jesus before Herod, then Pilate heard that when Pilate heard this, he asked whether the man was a Galilean, and when he learned that he belonged to Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him over to Herod, who was himself in Jerusalem at that time. Then Herod saw Jesus, he was very glad, for he had long long desired to see him because he had heard about him, and he was hoping to see. Some sign done by him. So he questioned him at, at some length, but he made no answer. The chief priests and the scribes stood by, vehemently asking, accusing him. And Herod, with his soldiers, treated him with contempt and mocked him. Then array, arraying him in splendid clothing, he sent him back to Pilate. And Herod and Pilate became friends with each other that very day for before this they had been an enmity with each other. Pilate then called together the chief priests and the rulers of the people and said to them, You brought me this man as one who, had, who was misleading the people, and after examining him be- before you, behold, I did not find this man guilty of any of your charges against him. Neither did Herod, for he sent him back to us. Look, nothing deserved." nothing deserving death has been done by the by him i will therefore punish him i will therefore punish and release him pilate delivers jesus to be crucified but they all cried out together away with this man and release to us barabbas a man who had been thrown in prison for an insurrection started in the city and for murder pilate addressed them once more He released the man who had been thrown into prison for insurrection and murder, for whom they asked, but he delivered Jesus over to their will. The crucifixion. As they led him away, they seized one Simon of Cyrene, who was coming in from the country, and laid on him the cross to carry it behind Jesus. There. And there followed him a great multitude of the, of the people and of women who were mourning and lamenting for him. But turning to, to them, Jesus said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me, for, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For behold, the days are coming when they will say, Blessed are the barren and the wombs that never bore and the breasts that never nursed. Then they will, be, will begin to say to the mountains, Fall on us. And to the hills cover us, for if they do the, do these things when the wood is green, what will happen when it is dry? Two others who were criminals were led away to be, to be put to death with him. And when they came to the place that is called the skull, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on each right and one on his left. And Jesus said, "Father, Father, forgive me. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. They cast lots to divide his garments. And the people stood by watching, but the rulers scoffed at him, saying, He saved others, let him save himself, if he is the Christ of, of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine, and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save him, save yourself. There were, was also an inscription on him. This is the King of the Jews, one of the cr- criminals who were who were hanging hanged railed rallied railed on him, saying, "Are you the Christ? Save yourself and us?" But the other rebuked him, saying, "Do you not fear God since you are under the same sentence of condemnation, and he and we indeed justify, and we indeed justly." For we are receiving the due reward of, of deeds, but this man has done nothing wrong. And he said, Jesus, remember me when you, when you come into your kingdom. And he said to him, Truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. The death of Jesus. It was now the, about the sixth hour, and there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour, while the sun sun's light... Failed, And the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Then Jesus, calling out with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And having said this, he breathed his last. Now when the centurion saw that he had taken place, what had taken place, he praised God, saying, Certainly this man was innocent. And all the crowds that had assembled for this spectacle. But when they saw what had taken place returned home beating their breasts and all his acquaintances and the women who had followed him from Galilee stood at a distance watching these things. Jesus is buried. Now there was a man named Joseph from the Jewish town of Arimathea. He was a member of the council, a good and righteous man who had not consented to their decision and action and he looked for the kingdom of and was looking for the kingdom of God. This man went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then he took it down, wrapped it in linen, shrouding, and laid him in a tomb cut in stone, where no one had ever yet been laid. It was the day of preparation, and the Sabbath was beginning. The woman, the women who had come with him. From Galilee followed and saw the tomb, and how his body was laid. Then they returned and prepared spices and and ointments. On the Sabbath, they rested according to the commandment. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Father in heaven, I just praise you. I thank you for everything. Thank you for coming to this world and dying for us and setting us free of sin. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.